Live from the Ottawa studio, Armchair Reviews, this is Chris Godden, Gowdy, and Rob Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Oh, hi, James. Oh, wait, you guys aren't James. Rob, Gowdy, what are you guys doing here? Oh, wait. I'm in Ottawa, motherfuckers. We got some guest spots up in this episode. Nation's capital. <laughs> That's right. He's back. I'm back, baby. Yeah. So James is still in Yellowknife right now over the holidays, as we discussed last episode. I think that was, uh, what was it? It was our year in review. That was our 22nd, 23rd episode, I think it was. Who's counting, though? Who's counting? We lose track. We're so we're so big time right now. So You're on iTunes. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, guys, you want to introduce yourselves really quick? Rob, you're up. Uh, so I'm uh, Rob, obviously one of his really good friends. Yeah, I go went to see movies with him growing up. We would uh, have a little fun with that once a week, and um, and now we make it a bit of a tradition when he comes home. Yep. And uh, we have Gowdy here with us. I've known Chris since uh, high school, and uh, I'm a bit of a movie buff myself, so uh, I'll try to participate where I can. <laughs> Partici- let's, let's, let's participate here, guys. With my mates. Guys, please, let's participate. And uh, all right, so here's here's what we're doing this week. Um, we decided to have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, we had planned. I, I had planned that I wanted to do a podcast. Didn't decide. Didn't have any idea of what we wanted to see or who I was going to go see it with. And then we had a little bit of uh, some Sunday football action with uh, over here at the place we're recording right now, downtown Ottawa. And we said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to watch the room, that fucking pile of shit masterpiece. And then right after. We're going to go find the disaster artist. And uh, these two fellas decided to come along with us. And uh, now we're going to test out this couple guest spots here. So, And uh, let me uh, let me set this straight real quick. Yeah. When I showed up today, um, I had absolutely no idea what we were going to be watching. They had said, yeah, yeah, we're going to watch this movie. And then this other movie is going to be a spoof about it. And it's going to be funny. I really like James Franco, so it was kind of sold right away. James Franco. But, um, yeah, so it was more of, yeah, this is going to be the worst movie ever and uh, really good spoofs. <laughs> and th- that's where I came in about an hour before this all started. Yeah. See, I was the only one that uh, has seen this movie before, and I was excited to see the other guys' reactions. Um, and they <laughs> yeah, you'd did not... seen, no, no, Gowdy, you'd seen this, The Room before. I've seen The Room. I've okay, seen right, The Room, right. not The Disaster Art- okay. Artist. So... so you knew what we were kind of getting into ourselves into. Oh, they did not disappoint. It was yeah. uh, it was a laugh fest for sure. So I was not <laughs> expecting a softcore porno either. Watching it with two of my heterosexual life mates here, uh, <laughs> holy shit! I was not expecting that. There's that was, some uh, raging joners going on. I for sure thought they lured me here for a male threesome. The day I wear stretchy jeans, of course we watched the room. <laughs> it's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Wanna, let's start about what's the story of the room, guys. We're gonna start with the room, then move into the disaster artist. Let's uh, let's talk about what what was this movie that we just watched? That's a really deep and complex question. At least Tommy Wiseau thought so, right? Gowdy, do you have any uh, thoughts on what this was? Well, it's it's a man. Okay, so spoiler again. <laughs> we didn't put any spoiler warning again. You know, you all should know this by now. It's a spoiler filled podcast, so from here on out, room disaster artist, whatever, and then what, for whatever reference we pull out, spoilers. Okay, now you're clear, Gaudi. <laughs> Starring, <laughs> directing, and writing Pretty Tommy soon. Wiseau. That's right. <laughs> character named Johnny. <laughs> Just an all-around American hero. Isn't that right? With, with his best friend in, in real life, 
and in the movie, Greg Seresto playing Mark. You want to try that last name again? Sestero. Sestero. Yeah, good one, Gaudi. I can't read. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so what is that? What's the... What, where's their plot line here? Where, where are they going with this? Rob, what, what's the... <laughs> this, <laughs> it's hard to describe the room, let alone the disaster artist, but this movie just jumps all over the place. I think it's... I think the real theme here is betrayal. Ha, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean... Everything comes down to why did they name it The Room? Because it's actually perfect because the entire movie itself doesn't really make any sense and doesn't really lead anywhere other than the very basic premise of him being in love and being betrayed. Because he was going to get married. Exactly. Lisa! Well, didn't he though? No. Because they had a wedding. They were throwing the football. They just wore tuxedos. I don't think they went anywhere with that. Tuxedos randomly. It was was (laughs) probably too much for the budget to do an actual wedding. (laughs) Yeah. And they kept saying, the the wedding is like a month away. That's right, yes. (laughs) Oh, man. I think they... Okay, so the room is actually called something else. And I think they hinted that in the Zastars when when James Franco was actually writing it. I forget what the actual other name is. But it was something else before the room. But... Yeah, just why, why, why the room? Because, like, spoiler alert again, it takes place in several different rooms. And no, <laughs> there is no one room that has significance. So great point. Great very point. confusing. Yeah, that great green screen on the roof, which they use multiple times. Very, very high tech stuff for two thousand three. Well, the budget was uh, six million dollars after all. Uh, the release date in two thousand three. Yeah, and who funded this movie? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy himself. <laughs> it's so good that they build him up to be like this, this fucking walking enigma because they don't know where he's from, where he's been, what he, what how how is he getting these funds for this? Like he, what is he doing? How old he is? How, <laughs> and to this day, it is all those questions are still mystery. Apparently, that legend has it. Anyways, legend. That's true. Yeah, he, he's he's essentially a legend right now. He's a cult classic. He's a walking cult classic. So I guess this, the acting in it's it's just ridiculous. It's so over the top. Excuse me. <laughs> I just I died a little bit there. It's fine. Why would you do that? No, I have to know, you know where to cut it. Yeah, fuck you. You know, I'll, I'll be listening <laughs> to that. I'm leaving all this in except for that. <laughs> <laughs> raw dog and son of a bitch. That's how they do it in the movies. In a real American movie. <laughs> real American Hollywood. Movie. Hollywood. This is real acting. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. All right. All right. I see that's how you know. The peak. Okay. Okay. I get it. No, no. I will know because I'm going to be the one that's listening to this before I put it out. There you go. And I'll hurt your ears. Real Hollywood production here. <laughs> <laughs> it's life, you know? It's <laughs> uh, yeah, just something that Rob and I were not expecting. I just, I was so uncomfortable watching it. It was, it was just, because it's our first time too, and Rob and I did not know. Like, if you want to, if we expected something like this. Even a warning. Holy shit. I knew it was bad, and, but this, I can't describe it. It's, uh, it's, it's glorious in all the wrong or right ways. I don't know. They uh, they start the movie with pretty much back to back sex scenes, oh. um, and we notice a few things about those sex scenes. What was that, Gaudi? That uh, Lisa only takes her top off for Johnny playing Tommy's Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, that's right. And uh, that we only get ass shots from Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> The underside of his sack as well. The other really peculiar thing that uh, I 
found about this was the fact that all the sex scenes were a full song length, a full three to four <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah. It, and, it, and it was like, there wasn't much cutting. There was like a long period of time before they cut to a different angle. It was very awkwardly done. Yeah. But uh, I guess it added to the experience. Just having sex with the belly button, dude. Oh, that's right. It was, yeah, 100%. That's another thing, yeah. Oh, man. He's, he's positioned very high on her... Uh, or torso. Guess, torso. Abdomen. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, her torso. <laughs> and it def- he's definitely trying to get into that uh, belly button cavity if there is one. And uh, it's She's just, an any for sure. It's for sure. For, they- for these guys not knowing what they're getting themselves into... Um, <laughs> these back-to-back sex scenes uh, brought them right back to their childhood of uh, <laughs> watching Channel 39 here in Ottawa of uh, Showtime. And, uh, He's talking about us now, Rob. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, a Showtime me. special at least past 11.30 at night on Channel 39 on basic cable here in Ottawa. It's 100%. It's Red Shoe Diaries. Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> it's like, what is the name of that it's, show? It's fucking Red Shoe Diaries, oh my God. dude. Oh, man. Dick in hand. <laughs> Today too, right? Of wait, course. Wait, of course. what? Huh? That's not weird. <laughs> Do we have anything else, guys, to say about the room? I think it's it speaks enough for itself. Watch the movie. <laughs> no, honestly though, like as I said, I knew nothing going into this, and I hated every second I was watching it. <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things I couldn't look away. And now that I've seen what we're going to be talking about next, obviously this this spoof, um, the disaster artist. Um, I actually appreciate the original more of how ridiculous it is, and it just kind of all comes together now. That's that's very well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's spot on, good Rob. Spot on. And th- yeah, thank fuck, we watched the room first, and then the disaster artist. I would have had no idea. No, was go- like I'm, I remember watching the disaster artist, thinking like anyone who hasn't seen the room or maybe only heard about it will think this is terrible. Yeah, they all know. Yeah, they'll have no idea. And and to preface, we watched the room exactly before Today. we saw the disaster we, artist. We finished watching it at eight o'clock, and the movie was at eight twenty-five. <laughs> uh, we're downtown. This was like uh, it, was, it was a bit of a hike, a bit of an Uber, East Endish. Yeah, halfway from here to East End, so twenty minutes. Like how long it would take them to get from one end of Yellowknife to the other? By the time, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was great because Rob had to he was coming out off of work he had some stuff to do and then uh, Gary and I were already here chilling out and so it was pretty much crunch time by the time Rob came here he was he got here right what five thirty six before uh, we got yeah started watching. about five thirty yeah and the room is what like an hour and a half a little hour thirty nine I think it is yeah. an hour and thirty nine minutes there you go so we, we <laughs> too long oh we I felt every minute of it that's for sure. My my jeans couldn't get more jonery. <laughs> Go, going back to the room, I was kind of going through peaks and valleys when I was watching it. I started off, couldn't believe what was happening, and like, okay, no, it's gonna get a little bit better. Like, there, it almost looks like, well, it does. It looks like they're purposely trying to like be this shitty, and then I get more and more frustrated, and then I'm more and more intrigued, and then I'm more and more frustrated, and I can't stop watching till it gets to the point where. Obviously, he kills himself at the end. <laughs> and everyone comes in. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, yeah, it gets pretty dark. Eh? It, it, he's yeah. kind of, it, it's kind of overlooked. Like, a bunch of things are overlooked in this movie. Oh, no, I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> and then just changes conversation. Mom, quit being a dumb bitch. Just cut it there's, out. There's so many scenes, like, with uh, with Denny and Chris R. up on the ceiling. <laughs> or uh, up on, on the, the roof, roof uh, yeah. pardon. Um, and Tommy Wiseau, Johnny... 
runs right in, breaks up the fight, and the next thing you know, you have Lisa and her mom up there as well. And <laughs> like, ne- next scene, you have Mark behind Lisa's mom. It's just people are introduced, introduced. And just they, they pop out of nowhere. Speaking about that scene, Robert literally seconds before that, that, that uh, when Mark showed up, he's like, I just, I just love it when people just appear on screen out of nowhere. And then Mark, on cue, just pops up. <laughs> oh, holy shit. We it, all cracked up. Oh, it, it, was, it was a funny moment. Oh, Speaking of uh, introducing characters, uh, <laughs> this movie has a, a bunch of, of characters that just appear randomly. Um, Peter. Peter? Who's he? What's he doing? A psychologist, apparently. Uh, no, no, he doesn't want to be the psychologist. Quit making me your psychologist, Tommy. But as a profession, apparently, oh, he's, yeah, he's, psychologist. he's clearly a business professional based on his attire. <laughs> That's correct. And and Tommy's a successful banker, I believe. Or you led to assume? I don't know if he ever says. He's just very successful. He, he pays for everything for Lisa, including her, her clothing, her car, her, uh, her jewelry, everything. Oh, well done. And specifically, more specifically, Denny's tuition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Denny, that 30-year-old... 12 year old creep <laughs> so uh, another really funny thing about and like it's not it's meant to be funny but obviously everyone finds it funny is he puts these one line phrases in all of the, every <laughs> conversation not just his lines and by him I mean uh, Tommy Tommy yeah uh, Johnny I think it's what Johnny movie, yes yeah. so not just his own lines but obviously he wrote it but it's everyone's lines and they all have these really awkward phrases in the middle of their like conversation phrases but that go nowhere are just so random yeah and have nothing to do with the story it just makes him seem like such a beauty of a pure person like he's, yeah he does everything right oh yeah and yeah it, that's the thing oh, hey, all these Johnny. one-liners are are generally to do to pump up his character and and, and him as an actor and, and all that it's just it's really weird and he's so ego egotistical like it's it's insane it's so insane but he has this this delusion of grandeur, and it's amazing in this. But let's just go play football about it. It's fine. <laughs> like oh. a real American hero. Like a real American hero. I believe they play football about four times in this movie. They don't actually know how to play football. No. But, yes, there are several scenes with them throwing or attempting to throw a football around, and it's it's quite comical. This all goes back to uh, Tom Uzo, and and nobody knows where he's actually from. If you ask him, he's apparently from America and from... Uh, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, the Bayou. The Bayou, the Bayou, you know? <laughs> what year are you born in? Yeah, same year as you. So he, he wants to be this all-American person, and uh, and that's why we think he uh, he plays football four times in this movie. Well, he just wants, uh, you know, patriotism. You know? America. Fuck yeah. And the go. Oh, let's not forget the amazing landmark shot after landmark shot after landmark shot. The entire bridge. Yeah, the entire can, length of the can bridge. You, can one of you please explain? Go through that one, that one. Uh, what is it called? Was it the, the scene? Uh, la- yeah, the landmark. The yeah. Where doing the setting in between the entire scenes. Golden Gate Bridge for like a minute. <laughs> I think they're supposed to say that they went to San Francisco, but they're from San Francisco. I thought, and and then the back to back scene setting shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was really great. One second they're in the middle of the city at a corner store, the next they're in front of someone's house. <laughs> it's really weird how they set that all up. But oh hi Mark, <laughs> oh hi Lisa, <laughs> oh hi. The iconic scene where you could tell he he wrote the the script, and he doesn't leave pauses where he should. He just reads the entire script. <laughs> oh hi Dougie, 
and and <laughs> like just it it flows so perfectly without it being perfect. No, no, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not perfect at all. It's this is the hundred percent. That has to be in has to be in like dramatic arts. Uh, like courses on what everything not to do, but I'm saying perfect as in comedy. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is obviously hilarious. unintentional comedy. <laughs> the, but the, yeah, the timing is absolutely flawless. <laughs> but, comedy, but it, drama, it's horrendous. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! I still can't believe how this was actually serious. But I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'll never find out if that's real or not. No, it's 100. percent They were 100 percent on that. This was a masterpiece, but obviously. It was not. Yeah. It was a disaster artiste piece. <laughs> so let's right, get let's okay. So let's done. We're not talking about the room, like the the OG bad film. But if you're gonna go see this one, definitely watch that one first. Highly recommend it. If you've already suffered through it once, probably do it again to get refreshed because it makes it so much better no, when you watch. Get a couple bevies. Get a couple a couple. Bevy, couple bevies with your boys. <laughs> That's what we did tonight, <laughs> and we're doing Perhaps it right now. Ones. Yeah, a couple cold ones with the boys. And, and watch The Room, and then follow it up with this this movie we're going to talk about now, which is this, The Disaster Artist, directed by James Franco and starring in it as well. He had to take a little bit of uh, Tommy Wiseau with him into this. And holy shit, I love this movie. This movie was hilarious in all the right ways that they're, they're trying to nail. You it, could tell uh, that this was a real passion project from James Franco. Uh, he put his all into it. I'm willing to say this is his best role ever. <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. Really, what other what other roles, Gowdy, do you like him in? Well, you know, uh, Sonny, the the movie. Um... You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> for those that are listening right now, uh, he nice just, segue. Yeah, he has a fun fact for us where uh, Tommy Wiseau he actually wanted two people if this was become uh, like another movie to play him at, in this role. One, James Franco, or the second. Johnny Depp. <laughs> James would be all for Johnny Depp right now. He has a hard on for Johnny Depp, even though of all the terrible, allegedly, things he's done. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. There you go. <laughs> We're co- covered our bases. <laughs> but it's just, it's just funny. They also mentioned that in the, in the movie, um, James Franco as uh, Tommy Wiseau. Mm. We all took sips there in case. Sip break. Uh, yeah, sip break. True. Okay, guys, the disaster artist. Where does this? Where does this? Because I wasn't too sure with this movie where it was gonna start from, and how we were gonna get to the disaster artist. We needed some background here. So, who wants to take well, over here? Apparently, this is uh, based off of the book written by Greg uh, Siestro. No, he's not I, a fucking need... Green Lantern villain, you nerd. <laughs> I need help. Greg Sestero played. <laughs> he was playing Mark. He in the played movie. Mark in the original Room. Who plays Mark in this movie? Greg and Mark in this movie. It's, it's Dave Franco, James Franco's younger brother. Yes, um, and it, it it basically tells the story of how the the room was made and uh, how they met and uh, it's it's a story about destiny and fate ultimately and the American dream. <laughs> just a really Amer- just a really strong American hero, you know. Yeah, you know basically, basically his insight was. Uh, what they're filming this off of. Yeah, he did like a... It's like from a, his perspective. Yeah, it's like an autobiography oh, exactly. of experience about this, right? But must I say, before we go any further, yeah. Dave Franco does an amazing job as well as James Franco at portraying his character. They're both leads. They're fucking... Unbelievable. Hysterical. Yeah. So good. I think, yeah, Gowdy hit it 
pretty well there where James Rango just nails it entirely. He's he's a tool in all the right ways, but he's also kind of being almost respectful to Tommy Wiseau while he's doing exactly. it because it's like authentic. Of, it's and so like, accurate. Yeah. Like even like his little when we were talking we were looking at the end, end scenes where they do the comparison shots where they're like uh uh-huh. Oh, and he grabs his waist like <laughs> awkwardly like that in, in the reenactment. Yeah. Holy shit! This was this was definitely like I said a passion project, and uh, you could tell that James Franco had massive respect for Tommy Wiseau. I've seen a couple uh, talk shows, late night talk shows, and uh, every single time James Franco brings out Tommy Wiseau to sit by him and uh, and talk out the movie. Well, I mean, ultimately he was probably a fanboy like this or this cult gathering that we've had. Yeah. Um, that that this movie has and i mean to make a movie about this and uh, i mean even the potential of just the, the revenues i don't see why he wouldn't do it yeah oh no I, absolutely this uh this kicks off with um what's his name greg i guess he's a struggling actor he meets this very flamboyant personality tommy and then it just it starts kicks off their relationship uh, fucking Tommy Tommy Wiseau sweeps Greg into the starlight like he they, in the in this movie they move to Los Angeles I don't think that actually happens in real life but just to make it you know like Hollywood that's like the theme of this right I'll make a Hollywood movie so that's why they go to there and you know months are going by months are going by things aren't going well or their ways not finding their path boom let's make our own thing leads to disaster artist and um, what's his face Tommy Wiseau he funds everything James Franco's a lunatic on set. He's just wearing a sock over his dick during the sex scenes, ass out. It while he's it, trying to direct. Yeah, while he's trying to direct. Oh my god, so good. It leads obviously to like this huge like falling out of it all, and you can see how it kind of affects the performances and stuff like that. And uh, holy shit, it it ends perfectly because maybe the ending isn't so accurate, like as if that actually happened. They probably actually got ridiculed and mocked quite a bit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, it, it, it kind of ends in more of a celebratory, like they mm. made a ton of money off. Obviously, a the first it shows in the first week, or it estimated six million dollars uh, spent. spent, and then in the first week they averaged, I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's screened in one theater, <laughs> exactly in the United States. And I guess Tommy uh, Wiseau had actually paid that theater to leave it <laughs> in the theaters for at least two weeks, so two it could be weeks. qualified for the Academy uh, for Awards. The Academy Awards. So. That being said, uh, the disaster artist unfortunately isn't playing in all theaters. Um, it was only selected in in a few of the ones in Ottawa, even. Yeah. And uh, we had to go out of our way to go to a theater to watch it. Boohoo for us, right? We have all that selection here in Ottawa. You selfish pricks. How about one theater and three screens at once? That's the struggle of Yellowknife living. Why don't you move back home then? Yep, that's what I get a lot here. That's what you get a lot here, folks. Every time I come and visit, they're like, what are you doing, bud? Let's go. I said, I got I got a life here now, friends. I got a life here now. I can't speak for other cities, but uh, apparently this city has monthly showings of the room at one of our local theaters, and it's it's a sold-out house every time. Uh, they show up with their spoons. <laughs> spoons. Let's uh, let's talk about this right now. This is this is perfect fuel for this episode. Rob, let's take it away. You're, you're eager here. Okay. So, so we ultimately, so we're leaving the theater. We're like, hey, we're all we've had a couple beers. Obviously, it's the only way you can actually make it through the original the room. Um, good so, point. Good point. So we we ordered up an Uber, uh, made our way over to the uh, the the movie theater. I mean, James and I have had a couple drinks while we were recording this before. So right, it's not, it's not, everyone's. 
it'd not be, unaware. It'd be weird not to. Exactly. It's tradition. So ultimately, obviously, we got to get an Uber back. We get, get in the car. Uh, our cab driver says, oh, so uh, what'd you watch? Um, Chris then <laughs> proceeds to explain. We watched the disaster artist. He's like, what the hell is that? Very confused. Didn't really give a shit. And we say, oh, James Franco. He's like, who the hell is James Franco? And, the, and right then, I drop my hands in my face because I'm like, there's no point in discussing this with this man <laughs> because I can't ex- – I, I don't want to have to explain two movies. And guess what this motherfucker did? Well, he pulled it out of us, that son of a bitch, because I was trying to be polite and I should have told him to fuck off. Chris literally was saying, oh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's started by James Franco. It's like, a, it's like a spoof. And then he's even getting quieter and like – Turning his head away, it's like a spoof on like the movie The Room, and the guy turns around and says, "The Room spoons." <laughs> <laughs> so like, what the fuck? Like, there's one scene of the of the spoons that we could totally forgot about. Uh, we saw, I think we, it was in The Room as well. Yes, but it was also they highlighted in the Disaster Artist. Too. Yes, so that's the only reason because the Disaster Artist reminded me of it, and he gave us a little backstory about that. Getty, what was the backstory? Apparently, in one of the scenes, there's a a picture frame. And I guess Tommy uh, <laughs> didn't spend the time to change out the picture of uh, the stock photo, and it's just of spoons. So, uh, <laughs> the, as the cult classic goes, uh, everyone brings a spoon, and when that scene comes up, they throw the spoon at... Uh... <laughs> it's like their celebration? That's, yeah. They, yeah. they throw sp- spoons behind them or at the screen? I don't really know. It's some cultish thing with that we're not part of. I, I don't... That's... what if, I don't want to get hit in the back of the head with a spoon, but... Be, I think it's still pretty funny how it shows. It's on, hilarious, but I'd be pissed. I'd be upset. Especially if I knew as much as I knew going into today. Save the spoon, wait till you get hit, and then retaliate immediately. Someone's getting it. <laughs> but it's even more to the eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more funny how this uh, person that's not from Canada originally. He, he n- stressed the amount of times that he, he and his friends are immigrants. And he spoke perfect English. It's fine. Yeah. But, like, don't. It's cool, man. You're just from Ottawa. Just say it. Don't worry about it, man. Like. But he stressed that point, and even he knew these points about this movie. That shows how much of a cult classic this is, and how prominent it is in our city, Ottawa, alone. So, and just to backtrack even a little further, just to get some perspective, he found out about this movie, I think he said, a while ago, I don't know the timeline, but through... We don't know him personally, no. Exactly, through Ubering, and I guess (laughs) he was going to drop off this couple that was going to go watch this movie at the Ottawa Movie Theater that airs it once a month. Yeah. And then he's like, what the hell are you guys talking about? They explain it, so he goes and looks up clips on YouTube. He just watched clips. Exactly. (laughs) He hasn't actually watched the full movie. He He was afraid. But he he was really intense and excited to talk about it. went on a rant about it after, and which is so funny because he doesn't know what the fuck the disaster artist is. Or he doesn't know what, who James Franco is or what he is. And he's just like, oh, spoons! <laughs> what, what, what the fuck? <laughs> and, he, and he just whips out all these facts. He, he talks for a full 20 minutes about The Room <laughs> without ever, ever watching The Room. Like, but then he'd be like, ah, The Room, eh? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, by the end of the Uber ride, he was sold. He, he was going to go watch this movie in the next few weeks. And he was going to try to get his immigrant friends to watch it That's too, because they all know it off YouTube. And they are specifically immigrants, because he brought that up several times. Yep. <laughs> We're just clear about that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not us, folks. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, what was the budget? I think the, the budget for the disaster artist, I think it was about $10 million. $10 million buckaroos. That's uh, US. Yeah, yeah. $10 million US. Uh, opening uh, weekend USA was 1.2 mil, 
and then they grossed at 13 mil on December 18th, which would be two days just ago. Just a couple days ago, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, so yesterday. They, they did really well and then the following two weeks. Oh, the, oh okay. So the opening day was... It says one, opening weekend, but it could be incorrect. Okay, yeah. That's probably... Yeah. It's IMDb. That's not uh, the entire worldwide, so... Yeah, whatever. Again, again it's uh, it's limited release, so that could be that could affect quite a bit, too. I don't make the rules, folks. I just show up. Yep. Hey, thanks for doing that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Guys, uh, what, what would you recommend? Would you recommend The Disaster Artist? I would only recommend it if you watch The Room first. If you can sit through that hour and 39 minutes of laughter and pain... Go watch the, the Disaster Artist after, and uh, it'll be all worth it, I promise you. Trust me when I say if you can sit through a family event, this is going to be the same thing. Get a couple beverages to make it more tolerable. It's going to be worth your while, obviously, when you follow it up with the uh, the Disaster Artist. And if you're going to have a couple beverages with the boys, obviously, get an Uber. Or if you live in Yellowknife, get a cab. Or walk through the snow with your snowshoes. That's right. It's accurate. Sort of. Actually, I saw that the other day. People were walking around in their snowshoes. It was fantastic. All right, guys. Well, I think that's that's a wrap. It was a long day of this. We put up with a lot to get here, and we're recording this late too. So here, our schedule was watch The Room, struggle through that, immediately get to The Disasterous, watch that, have a good chuckle, and come back here and do this. So it's uh, we're, we're struggling here a little bit, but we're also having a really good time. So This is fun. This is fun. I'm having fun. All the funds. Okay, so let's let's talk about this right now. A little quick segue. Let's talk about what we're going to see and and what we've watched in the past like week or so for you guys. Well, I'm looking forward to see Star Wars. I've uh, I've really been trying to avoid the spoilers. Uh, I know Chris has watched it uh, yesterday, I believe. I went to see it yesterday. I took my mom to that, and it was fantastic because I was very surprised by the theater we went to in my hood, Orleans, and it had fucking reclining seats. Yeah, they do those now. Holy shit. My mom and I were both surprised. It was fantastic. Just fucking... Oh, there's so much... First of all, there's so much leg room. And you have even more leg room because of the recliners. You get to put your feet up and shit. Holy... And leather, leather seats. So good. Yellowknife does not have that. So I'm going to go back to a regular Plain Jane theater. I'm going to be kind of upset. But I'm so glad to see... Got to see Star Wars. It was also in 3D. So that was cool. They don't have that up there. I enjoyed that. I'll have a discussion about that when I get back home to Yellowknife with James we'll talk, probably talk about that briefly or some of like the other movies about that as well but uh, what else Cody? I, I don't think you guys understand the conditions uh, James and Chris watch movies in um, <laughs> they're basically in a theater that sits uh, how many people Chris? about 20? Uh, one of the theaters is probably it looks like it could be someone out of someone's home theater basement so like the size of like Anne Frank's house? it's oddly specific uh <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, just, Rob just dropped that real quick. <laughs> it's Left about, field. It's a curveball. <laughs> it's about the size of my TV at cancer. home right now. <laughs> oh, I definitely have cancer. <laughs> it's a twist. It's a twist. It's a twist. We won't touch on it ever again. <laughs> Rob, uh, what have you seen recently? In your um, nothing because I have no life or time. But uh, one thing that I am looking forward to with it being the holiday season is uh, my family and I have a tradition on Christmas Eve. Uh, we go see a movie in theaters once a year. Nice. We go for dinner before. Um, this year, I'm not sure what we're committing on because there's no real, you know, funny Christmas movies or a really, you know, block bu- big blockbusters. We're not really Star Wars people, but uh, coming out, 
But uh, we're probably going to go see Downsizing or I think it's Father Figures, the one with Oh, um, yeah. I was, was, was going to say, yeah. Exactly. One of those. Whatever they choose, I don't really care. But I'm going to get drunk, and it's going to be a great time. <laughs> and happy holidays to everyone. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice. Uh, I've uh, just watched Star Wars. That's pretty much it. And also The Room and Disaster Hours, but we just talked about that. It's fine. Nothing else uh, new or anything. I, I've binged watched a lot of Kenny vs. Benny recently. It's an old uh, classic Canadian show. Prank Yankers there. But uh, yeah, not something else. Um, I'm not sure what the next episode will be on. Depends what comes out. I'll be back in Yellowknife by the next one. Boo! Um, <laughs> I'm here for Christmas, and then I head back on the 27th. So got a good two weeks in here. But uh, I think that's a wrap for this guest spot, guys. This has been Armchair Reviews. Uh, my name has been Chris Godden. James is still in Yellowknife. We have our guests here, Gowdy, and... Thank you for having us, Chris. Yes. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and this, Rob Carl. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been a blast. It's um, been fun. We could we'll, do a little we'll, experiment like this. Yeah, actually, well, I was going to suggest we do one on sports one time. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, I'd maybe fantasy sports. Maybe yeah. once you win your fantasy championship, by the Ooh, way. Yeah. Um, he just beat me in the semis. Well-deserved, right. but uh, on Sunday. he's got his championship this weekend, and uh, maybe we can talk about it at some point. Get some buckles Football, there. sports. Yeah, we'll, re- we'll record a, a little extra bonus. Um, just put that on the side. Sports, yeah, Gary. That's what we do. We're athletes. <laughs> it's a little something to add to the meat, meat and potatoes, eh? Yeah. Yeah, a little, a little bit something else. A little something, something. A little something else. And uh, James and I have been talking about doing that next one, too, about nice. like, some sports or MMA and stuff like that. Cool. That's a wrap, guys. I'm at Christoph Godden on Twitter, and you can find me at uh, Christopher Gods on Instagram. James, uh, if you want to bug him, too, he'll still love your messages. He's at... Uh, Makai J14 on Twitter and Makai J91 on Instagram. Guys, do you want to shout out any of your stuff? Yeah, guys, if you want to follow really boring posts and uh, <laughs> nothing exciting, definitely hit up at Natty Boy Nation, spelled exactly how it sounds, and you will be thrilled. Look at that. And uh, myself, Gowdy, I have nothing. I'm boring as fuck. Uh, that's it. They mean well. And Rob, way to sell it, buddy. You nailed it. You can find us at Armchair Reviews on uh, itunes we're also on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash armchair dash reviews and uh we also have a armchair reviews pot or uh twitter at armchair pod so hit that up if you want to get in touch with the show oh my god an audio at gmail.com this podcast is sponsored by trojan condoms oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it in i don't, I don't care <laughs>